We are listening to Veg Your Best with vegan life coach, Michelle Olander. Episode 93. What's not working yet? Hey, Veg Heads, Veg Your Besties. How's it going? How is it going? This is a beautiful day in June, and June is arguably my favorite month. And I know because I've been getting your emails, I've been uh, reading your messages. I know that you guys, my listeners here on the pod, always have a lot of things going on, a lot of goals and ideas and challenges that you're all undertaking, a lot of cool things that you guys are working on. And today, I'm asking you, what's not working? What is just not working? You know, some of us try to pretend or avoid thinking about what's not working. And others of us tend to wallow a little bit in it. Totally normal either way. And some of us, some of us do both. Raising my hand, I do both depending on the day or the subject because, you know, it's not a bad thing that things aren't working. I wonder if you believe that. I think it's totally normal to think this isn't working. And in fact, I think it actually means you're awesome. I think it means you're fabulous if there is something that you want to build or create or try that is currently not working for you yet. It's not possible quite yet. Because, you know, it's just true sometimes, right? Anything that you're doing, anything new, any goal you haven't reached yet, will by one definition or another not be working until you get to that goal. And then, guess what? Guess what? Typically we say, yay, it worked, and we enjoy it for about two and a half minutes, and then most of us move the goalposts to something harder, different, further, and there's something else that's not working now. Now, I've told you that I don't struggle too much at all anymore with most aspects of veganism. But plastic? Plastic is where I often look around my life and I feel like this is just not working. So today, I'm asking you, what's not working? Because if you're starting to limit or eliminate the consumption of animal products, There's probably something that's not working, right? If you're starting. And if you've got that pretty dialed in, what's not working in your life? Is it a fitness goal or a business goal? Are you learning a language? Is it the subjunctive tense? Are you decluttering the garage? Are you making time for a creative project or addressing a health issue or a diagnosis? What's not working? So, you know, I thought I'd share with you today something I heard one of one of the coaches 
um, that I really value, Coach Elizabeth Salazar, she was talking about this on her podcast, the idea of what's not working. And Elizabeth is a business coach, and she was talking about the two flavors, the two flavors of it's not working. And by flavors, she basically means feelings. One flavor of it's not working might be a feeling of inadequacy, feeling discouraged or hopeless, and really feeling very closed down or checked out. Negative thoughts because of what we make that phrase or the observation mean that it's not working. Is there some subtext there for us when we think it's not working? Maybe it's something like it's not working because I'm so lazy or I'm greedy or irresponsible. Or maybe it's not working because I'm not smart enough. I'm not educated enough. I don't have enough certifications or degrees. Maybe my thought is it's not working because the goal itself is impossible. But what if you knew? What if you really practiced knowing that there is always another flavor, another feeling possible for that thought? It's not working. There's always another one. There's always a second flavor or a second feeling possible when you're thinking it's not working. And that might be it's not working. I wonder why. It's not working as fast as I thought. It's not working the way I envisioned. Now those thoughts will add a flavor like like curiosity, which is always my favorite go-to feeling when I'm currently negative. When I'm feeling like the world is collapsing and I have my alter ego, my secret agent, mission impossible, international woman of mystery, alter ego to channel. A few minutes of feeling truly awful and that part of me kicks in and starts to try on feelings like intrigued, important, confident, patient, Did you ever watch an old, I know you didn't. I know none of you have watched this. But you should. You should. Maybe it's on YouTube. It's probably on Hulu. Did you ever watch a very old British TV show called Danger UXB? UXB stands for Unexploded Bomb. This show, Danger UXB, was about the specialists who worked in London during the Blitz to defuse, dispose of, and then remove unexploded bombs. And this show made such a huge impression on me as a young woman back in the 70s. Every episode was about things really not working. (laughs) They really were not working. They were really bad situations. And I think about that show all the time, especially when I'm thinking it's not working. Most of us Most of us do not have an unexploded ticking bomb in front of us, but we still need access to all our brain power and training 
to deal with whatever is in front of us. What's coming up for you today? When I ask, what's not working? How do you even feel when you think it's not working? If you're feeling negative or discouraged or overwhelmed, it is totally normal. But I want to remind you that there's always another way to feel about that assessment, that it's not working. Actually, I'd say that there might be a million different ways to feel about it, but let's pretend, let's pretend for simplicity's sake that we're on one of those reality shows where you look at three houses and have to buy one of them. Have you ever seen those? And do they drive you crazy? I used to watch those shows. And there were British shows because I am drawn to British shows. But there were also some U.S. ones where the couple want to move to a certain part of the country or abroad. And the real estate agent slash TV host asks their budget and wish list and then shows them three options. And for some reason, they have to buy one. I don't even understand how that can possibly work. But anyway, I guess the thinking is that it's more interesting if the house hunters have to choose one of those properties. And if they have infinite choices, maybe it doesn't make for riveting TV. I digress. (laughs) I digress. But I think infinite choices does make for a riveting life. And you can choose to think and feel differently about the same assessment. It's not working. Yet. Okay, for the sake of this podcast episode, when we are interrogating that thought that we all have periodically or occasionally or even constantly that it's not working, when we're interrogating that thought, we can remind ourselves that there's always at least one other flavor. As Elizabeth Salazar says, one other flavor of it's not working. So Elizabeth teaches this concept that you're standing in front of a wall. I think this is how she teaches it. You're in front of a wall that says, this is not working. And there's a door in the wall under the sign. And it's the door you usually go through when you're thinking, this is not working. You go in and you feel awful. It feels awful in there. It feels like failure and inadequacy and pointlessness and pessimism and self-loathing, all the fun feelings. And Elizabeth says that when you notice that, when you train yourself to notice that you've had that thought, it's not working, and then you've chosen to go through the metaphorical door that has all these negative feeling flavors that you can start to build some awareness, a skill, which is to stop and turn around or even just back slowly out of that door and look for the other door. Because even though you may have never noticed it, there's always a second door. There's always a second door under the same heading, under that same sign, it's not working, 
You can always find it if you look for it. And in the second door, yeah, it's still not working. But when you go through, the feeling is open, optimistic, curious, challenged. So Elizabeth says, you're standing in front of two doors under the sign that says it's not working. Two different doors that you could choose. But the difference between the passageway behind the doors is a feeling. And when you start to create awareness that you are actually choosing negative feelings about it's not working, this makes all the difference. Because there's another door possible. There's another feeling you can choose. And when you start to create that awareness, when you practice that awareness, it will open up so many solutions for you. And you will still probably find yourself going through door number one with all the awful feelings You know, feelings like, oh, veganism's impossible and I'm losing all my friends and no one cares. I'm all alone. I'm lost and I hate the world. But when you start creating awareness of which feelings you are choosing, you can start practicing the idea. You can start noticing, oh, wow. Oh, wow. I feel awful right now. This is terrible how I feel. I'm going to slowly back out of this door and look for the other one. Because we don't really want to avoid having the thought it's not working because that just means not trying new things, new goals, new activities, new projects. When you take these on, you are regularly going to notice that the results you're creating are not quite what you wanted yet. When the goal doesn't look close, you may still find yourself, well, you may still feel your feelings hijacked. You may still go right through that original door that you're used to going through. But now, now you know you don't have to stay there. You have the choice to go out and look for the second door. I love this analogy. I love this metaphor. That second door will give you so much more access to problem solving. When you're spinning in negative emotions, there aren't a lot of good solutions popping into your brain. If you're like me, when you feel that way, you mostly want to either check out or give up. You want to blame yourself or preferably blame someone else. And none of it is helpful. None of it's helpful. I've shared this so many times, but this is totally my weekly or bi-weekly experience. At the beginning of this podcast, almost two years ago, it was almost every day that I thought, this is not working. But now, when I catch myself feeling inadequate and overwhelmed and undisciplined and pessimistic, I have this awareness now that, oh yeah, this happens all the time. And I remember, wait a minute, that's just the way this brain of mine jumps when I start to think this is not working. 
And when I start to think this is not working, sometimes I interpret it in this really unhelpful, sickening feeling way. And I make it mean there's something really wrong with me. I hear this all the time from everyone with every new undertaking. And it certainly comes up when people are starting their vegan and whole food plant-based lifestyles. Because they start limiting or eliminating the consumption of animal products. And then they notice that they have any number of things, some eczema, some gas pain or bloating, or they're mostly plant-based now, but their cholesterol hasn't gone down yet. Or they're traveling and it's been challenging to communicate with restaurant staff or conference organizers about vegan options. Or they aren't enjoying their food very much. Or their weight actually went up a couple pounds. Or their family and friends are saying that this is a dumb idea. Spoiler alert. Whenever you do anything new, anything worthy, stuff comes up. It does. And you will think this isn't working. And that's just because you don't know how to do it yet. If you did already know how to do it, you wouldn't be trying to do it. You would just be doing it. Right? So when you open up your mind to really practice believing that there are at least two flavors of it's not working, two doors, two passageways that you can go through under that heading of it's not working, you get access to different problem-solving ideas that you just don't have when you're hopeless, when you're self-critical. Plus, plus you feel so much better. If you feel bad or some flavor of bad while you're changing the way you eat or learning to shop or clothing yourself or decorating your home and on your way to being vegan or plant-based, if you're feeling bad, this is really not the optimum fuel for learning and experimenting and problem-solving. It's not working or it's not working yet. There's always at least one other door. So whatever the goal, remember that until you are at your goal, you and your brain will always be able to find some evidence that it's not working. It's totally normal. Would you even read a book or watch a movie where nothing goes wrong? where the heroine just does everything perfectly the first time? So whatever the goal, if you're thinking it's not working and you are really committed to that interpretation and you're 100% certain that you haven't made any progress at all on your goal, even then, even then you can remind yourself that, ooh, I can see I just went through that first door where I make my problem mean horrible things and I feel absolutely dreadful. But I do remember that there is that second door where it's not working yet, but where I can use my amazing brain to solve it in a way only I can. 
whatever it is, whatever isn't working. Coaching is really the best way I've ever experienced of not only feeling better about life's challenges, but also problem solving and accessing the wisdom and creativity we have inside of us. Because the problems don't stop. Sorry, kids, but they don't. But that doesn't have to stop us. Wherever you are on your vegan journey, ask yourself, what's not working? And maybe, maybe bring it to a free coaching call with me. You can book yourself directly into my calendar. The links are always in the show notes. Or you could email me or message me on Instagram and we can find a time that works to jump on a call. Okay, kids, veg your best, and I'll talk to you next week. Veg Your Best podcast production, music, and editing by Charlie Weinshank. Thanks, Charlie. Before you go, it would mean so much to me and the Veg Your Best team if you would hit subscribe, leave us a five-star review, or share with someone you think might be interested. Something about algorithms, it helps bump us up a little in the rankings, and that's the best way to help others find the podcast and for us to find our audience. So until next week, make it easy and veg your best.